Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Women's Podcast. I'm Roisin Ingle and today we are going to be looking at Dublin Fringe and it's a festival that always has lots of brilliant female-led shows in it. So we're going to be looking at some of those and talking to three women involved in a show called Hive City Legacy, which is a project from the Hot Brown Honey Collective, a group of women of colour who are disrupting the arts industry, which from a race and colour perspective certainly needs disrupting. Yeah, the arts scene, it's tough because, first of all, you don't see yourself represented. So when you don't see yourself represented, you have two choices. Either you give up on the idea or you actually create the opportunity for you to be on stage, which is what they did and what they are encouraging us to do. I think it's it's always like the idea of you have to, if the opportunity is not there, you have to somehow create it for yourself and create it for other people. That was the voice of dancer Andrea Williams there, who's part of Hive City Legacy. And we're going to hear more from them later. But first of all, we wanted on the women's podcast to wish the Ireland's women's soccer team all the best of luck for tonight. They take on Finland in a crunch World Cup qualifier this evening. It is probably the most important match that the women have played and they have been going from strength to strength in recent times. The match takes place at Tala Stadium in Dublin with a 7pm kickoff, and this follows Ireland's famous win in Helsinki last October, which got their qualification bid up and running. Manager Vera Pau has named a 28-strong squad for the next two games with Eve Badana, Harriet Scott, Megan Campbell, Ella Malloy, Leanne Kiernan and Hayley Nolan all getting the nod. And from listening to people who know much more about this than I do, this is seriously a huge game because a win is going to secure a playoff place for the 2023 World Cup finals. And even a draw would leave us really well placed to make the playoffs with one more game away to Slovakia to come. And uh, so we just wanted to wish them all the very best. And with everything that's been going on with Vera Pau's brilliant managerial reign and all the good results they've had since the players strike, uh, we wanted to wish the women the best of luck tonight. Now, before we meet the women behind Hive City Legacy in the Dublin Fringe, I wanted to tell you about some of the female-led shows that are coming up in the festival. And the festival is running from the 10th to the 25th of September. And you can get all the details on fringefest.com. And there really is an amazing array of women-led talent coming at you. And I'm going to just highlight a few of those shows. The first one is Where Are Ye From? by Dee Mulroney. And it's all about, <laughs> I have to say, I love the sound of this. It's all about Growler, 
the 82-year-old drum-banging shamanic vulva from the Liberties in Dublin. Wise as witches with a tongue like a lash and a heart of gold, she will take you on an alchemical theatrical journey using storytelling songs, spoken word and filthy jokes. Her mission is to give voice to the voiceless and to transmute the shite out of the female collective trauma. The next show is, so that's a big vulva basically called Growler. I mean, how can you miss that? The next one is Frigid by Rosa Bowden. And this is about Neve O'Reilly, who at 14 wants to hurry up and she wants to change. And her girl gang are on a mission to get her to score for the first time, whether she wants to or not. So it's a coming of age comedy about frenemies, first times and figuring it out. Lash on some sun shimmer, pop your collar and puck her up for a nerve wracking trip down memory lane. And that's written and performed by Rosa Bowden. And that is called Frigid. So Fluff by Leanne O'Hara is about the lives of those working in Ireland's sex industry. And Leanne O'Hara wants to shed light on part of Irish society that's usually hidden behind closed doors. The show follows Lola and Carly on a typical night's hustle at a Dublin strip club as they reveal their perspectives on money, sex, on power. So that sounds very interesting. And it draws on O'Hara's own experiences of working as a stripper in Ireland. So lived experience there. And that will be very illuminating, I'm sure. That is called Fluff and it's by Leanne O'Hara. The next one is Hotel Happiness and I love the sound of this. Welcome to Hotel Happiness, an escape from reality, a retreat from yourself, a place to be whoever you want to be for 24 hours only, a time to switch off, let go, fantasise, forget, with one rule only, you must come completely alone. I am an absolute sucker for these interactive site-specific pieces. I know some people hate them, but I love them. But this is two women finding themselves each in their own private customised room but what happens when their two worlds collide? So that's Hotel Happiness. Sounds intriguing. Emma Riley brings us a show called The Spin. It's the crisis-ridden present of Joanna Jennings. She's 27 and failing from a breakup and she has to reckon with the reality of the past. At times uncomfortably unfiltered yet entirely relatable, this new play is a meditation on the trauma of grief, its multi-generational repercussions and the depths of love. So that's The Spin by Emer Riley. So there's a little taste of the amazing women-led talent that's on display at the Fringe Festival. And we wanted to celebrate it today with a group called Hot Brown Honey. Now, they're an Australian group of amazing female performers. Their sort of modus operandi is to smash stereotypes, remix the system and celebrate our similarities and our differences. Serving up what they describe as an audacious platter of dance, poetry, comedy, circus, striptease and song, Hot Brown Honey is unapologetically fierce. And they have come to Dublin again. They were here a few years ago, but they've come in a different iteration called Hive City Legacy. And this is a show that's challenging all sorts of perceptions from gender, colour, privilege and shattering all the cliches in an explosion of colour, culture and controversy. Um, So they've come to Dublin again. They were here a few years ago with a show called Hive City Legacy, and it features a troupe of eight Irish women of colour. And through these varied performances, they're going to explore what it means to be a woman of colour in Ireland today through episodes of dance, song, poetry, performance and more. So we got three women in to talk to us about Hive City Legacy. They are Lisa Fowalafi, who's a Samoan Australian uh, writer, director and designer, and she's 
very much the woman behind Hot Brown Honey and she's directing Hive City Legacy. And we also have Busty Beats, a.k.a. Kim Barris, who's the musical director of the show, and Andrea Williams, who's a dancer, stylist, multi-talented woman. The three of them came in and we had a great chat about Hive City Legacy. And I began by asking Busty Beats, a.k.a. Kim Barris, to tell us all about the origins of Hive City Legacy. Yes, well, Hive City Legacy is is part of the Hot Brown Honey Legacy. So we have been touring around the world now for a number of years. I mean, we started in 2012 as a club night and have kind of built our way to centre stage at some of the ma- most major performing arts festivals um, and venues around the world. So Hive City Legacy comes out of a lot of amazing honeys coming to our show and asking, how can we be a honey? How do we make work like this? And so we started this process of um, creating a work that where we could come and talk to and work with um, artists in a particular area. The first Hive City was in London in 2018 uh, in partnership with the Roundhouse there. And here we are in Dublin in 2022. Well, let's go back a little bit because you mentioned about how people can be honey. So tell us about how Hot Brown Honey started in the first place and why it started, because you identified, didn't you, Lisa, a real sort of gap in the arts industry? Yeah, I think like uh, Basti and myself um, have been making work um, in Australia and internationally for so many years and we were just sick of looking at the Australian landscape and not seeing ourselves reflected. And we were just like, nah. If, if nobody's going to make a place for us to shine, then we're going to do it for ourselves. So it really came out of, like, looking at all of our, like we say, our honeys on the fringes, making this incredible, quirky, satirical, um, like, political work and just going, you know what, we deserve to play the Opera House. We deserve to play London, you know, mm. South Bank Centre. And so we wanted to ride ourselves in, to, to that place and... Um, yeah, we've been lucky enough to do that, um, you know, harnessing the power of uh, multidisciplinary work from circus through to theatre, dance, music. Um, and it's pretty much us, our superhero selves, you know, telling our stories, in our case with Hot Brown Honey, World First Nations Women, you know, and then our future works, Hive City Legacy, all the different beautiful black and brown femmes of colour that we've been able to, you know, um, share stories with and share uh, space and time and energy, yeah. And what kind of an impact do you think you have made in the time you've been since you've been around? Because like you said, you were looking around and it didn't reflect you and there weren't women of colour as much in the arts industry. Do you think it's changed since you've been uh, doing what you do? Look, it's changed for us. <laughs> um, we would love it to have changed a lot faster um, in the kind of outside world uh, because it is, um, and, you know, it is 2022, so we are in a very different time when we started sort of making work all them years ago. There was lots of things that weren't talked about and couldn't be said and you were seen as complete uh, troublemakers if you went down that road, although we've always been that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We but, love troublemakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And but you know, still out there in the industry there are a lot of barriers and it's just they're unnecessary. The talent is there. It's just about making the space for that to ha- for, for people to shine. And that's why, why I say we've changed because that's what we're going to do and continue to do for the rest of our careers. 
And I suppose with Hive City Legacy, then your idea is to go into different cities and different communities and sort of bring people up in the way that you've done that for yourselves. So what's it like coming into a new place and kind of, you know, how do you go about finding the talent and figuring out who you're going to showcase? And and also, what are your observations, I suppose, from coming to Dublin? But first of all, how do you find people when you come? Um, yeah, like in each case, like we do an audition call out and luckily, you know, we have this relationship with Dublin Fringe here. So, you know, we're able to like trust our relationship to reach out to community, um, and bring together as many people as was available to the audition and create a space that feels non-competitive, is fun, is, is people lip syncing for their life. And, you know, so it's, and then of course, it's like interviews and just making sure that, you know, everyone who um, comes on board is ready for this experience, is up and open to, you know, discussing all the things that affect us. And also, you know, if you're a dancer, you'll be, you know, acting, you'll be, you know, singing, exactly. And singers will be dancing. So, yeah, we just like, we're so thrilled that we were able to, you know, bring together a huge team. And this is, you know, kudos to Dublin Fringe for knowing that this sort of work is important and, you know, investing the time and money to bring a huge group like this together and and support it. And so it might be a good time to bring Andrea in. You mentioned dancing there. Andrea, you're part of this Hive City legacy now. And so have you been rehearsing so far? How's it going? Uh, Are you ready for the performance? Yeah, we've been rehearsing for the past five weeks now and it's been amazing. The whole experience has been like a trip, you know, of emotions and it's been like good to be in a room where everyone is so supportive. They are very generous. They are like, this is your your moment. It's your moment to shine. So it, it's, it's the first time that personally I'm working with people that give us so much uh, freedom creatively. And it's good for us because it's our experiences. It's not like someone wrote a script and we are acting on the script. We are the script in a way. So uh, I think in a way it's very empowering to see that we are telling our own personal stories. And yeah, it's it's been great. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for people to see it. And tell me a bit about yourself and how you find the whole issue of uh, women of colour in the arts in Ireland. Yeah, uh, so I've been in Ireland for the past... 12, 12 years and um, I've been like doing dance, uh, performing, I've, I've done a bit of uh, visual arts so I try to be like everywhere. I just don't sing but they are making me sing so. <laughs> uh, which is good, it's, it's a good challenge. Um, yeah, the art scene, it's, it, it's tough because first of all you don't see yourself represented so when you don't see yourself represented you have two choices. Either you give up on the idea or maybe one day I'll be on stage or you actually create the opportunity for you to be on stage, which is what they did and what they are encouraging us to do. I think it's it's always like the idea of you have to, if the opportunity is not there, you have to somehow create it for yourself and create it for other people. Yeah. Well, speaking of opportunities, I, I did see that you danced in an Ed Sheeran video, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, yeah. also that you do some styling for one of our favorite people, Tolu McKay. Oh, Tolu McKay, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so you yeah. really have um, many, many talents. Yeah, I, I, as I said, every time people ask me, "What do you do?" I'm like, guys, the only thing I don't do is singing. But now I can put that on my resume. <laughs> 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Back to you guys, hot brown honey people. Um, you, you know, it is about obviously uh, people of colour and women of colour coming together and being represented. But you also, it's very important to you to discuss issues that are important, even wider issues. So what are some of the uh, kind of talking points that we could expect from your show? Um, yeah, well, there are a lot. And what we found is, um, especially with making work now coming out of the colony, Australia, and and also doing uh, work in the world is that um, one of the biggest talking points for us is how we decolonise the stage continuously and and what that means. And what that means in a place like Ireland that talks about decolonisation, but we're, you know, observing some things... Well, uh, let's let's dig into yeah. those things. Come on, yeah. this sounds good. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, it's just like um, uh, a number of uh, you, you know people have talked about the fact that like decolonization is not just uh, you know not being a part of the empire anymore because when there are still those structures in place that the empire held for so many years, but they're still actually in place now, like in the way of institutions, it's like well, maybe that's that's needs to be decolonised as well within those structures because otherwise it makes it very hard for people coming through. We can talk about diversity and inclusion and all this stuff, but if it's just slapped on top, that's not going to work. It has to be right in-depth involved, you know, the destruction and the uh, dissimulation of all of those um you know, all of those things that the empire continues to hold, hold dear, which is colonisation. So, you know, it, it, it's an interesting kind of space to be in, especially, um, like I said, we make work that, like, decolonises one stage at a time. So we can only do it in our little, like, world, and, and that's, that's enough for us because it's a hard process. That's why we always say decolonise and moisturise because you also have to have a lot of self-care during this process. Yeah. I love that. Decolonise and moisturise. You're bringing it all in there. Yeah. Have you anything to add to that, Lisa, just about that, that other, other talking points and, and the issues that you like to highlight in your shows? Yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's the opportunity to say what we want to say. And people often use the word unapologetically, but I'm like, we don't need to apologise for who we are anymore. We're allowed to speak about our feelings, our hurt, our anger, our love, our joy in particular. And this work, we are leaning into what does, you know, black, brown joy look like for us. And, and 
also that invitation to audiences that that this could, this needs to be a collective effort. And so in that space, even just for the hour, we're hoping to co-op our audience into feeling empathy for the struggle, that it's not just ours and it shouldn't be just us decolonising one stage at a time, that it needs to be each and every one of us choosing to make some choices that impact everybody globally. And, you know, it seems like a huge thing to ask, but in that moment we can, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's a scientific thing that when we're in the theatre our, our hearts beat together, you know. There's a bit, there's a time where it syncs up. So in that bit we are one community, We, yeah. you know, like we are one struggle actually. Mm. So like mm. what can we do together because we really can't do it alone. So, you know, that's yeah. part of what we're asking is a collective yeah, change. And going on a little bit from what Kim was just saying there, I mean, is it an education in each place that you go to? Are you learning all the time? And and if so, what have you learned about being a woman of colour in Ireland so far? <laughs> it is definitely a learning. And Andrea, like, you can come in as yeah, well on this yeah. if you like. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of learning. And also listening is massive. And um, for us to... Um, we see where the universality is, so where the, 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 the global connections are and some of our global struggles, you know, the, the ones we face in Australia or, you know, in, in different parts of the world are, are being faced here in Ireland, you know. So, so um, when we talk about things, it's very interesting because we, we really try not to, um, you know, uh, in, put anything on the process when the work is being made and, and, and what comes up are, are, are definitely the kind of uh, stories and and of just, you know, that of the struggle and, you know, whether it be don't touch my hair, that's a massive thing. It's a massive thing everywhere we go and we're like, this is still a thing? People are still touching people's heads all I about I thought consent. Emma Jabiri sorted that out with her yeah, book. I thought yeah, we all right? learned that message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> To deeper feelings of being like, um, you know, where's a place of belonging here? You know, where do we fit in here? Um, yeah, so it's always, it's for us, it's, it's mass, massive learnings as we go through this process, as well as connection with some pretty amazing artists that are in this town that I'm like, they all should be centre stage. Everyone watching. Well, actually, speaking of which, let's talk about some of them because I know I've met in real life Osaro, who's spoken word artist, who's absolutely incredible. She's performing. Tell us about some of the people we can expect to see and and the reasons why our listeners should go and see this. Because I, I saw you before when you came, and it is incredible. It is one of those things that you walk away from and you're still thinking about, you know, a few days later. So um, I know for a fact it's well worth going to see. And I I love the idea that with all the, this richness of these Irish uh, based people being in it as well. So tell us about some of the acts. Yeah, so uh, of course Azaro, amazing, aka Sonic Boom, um, you know, amazing independent artist already doing it, like out there. Uh, we've got Jess Cav, uh, another amazing artist, singer, um, you know, and has been kind of doing a lot of stuff sort of on the scene with um, and was part of the X Collective as well here in Ireland. Um, who else have we got? We've got Shauna, yeah, uh, we got Alessandra. She's a Brazilian uh, capoeira artist and dancer. Mm. We have, uh, oh my God, Venus. <laughs> she's a um, performer and TikTok uh, sensation. TikTok sensation. <laughs> she's very famous on oh, TikTok. Right. I better tell my kids about that. They're, yeah. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll probably know her. <laughs> yeah. Then we have. Uh, what, what does she do? What does she do, Venus? 
Uh, she's she's an actress. Yeah, actress, actress yeah. performance artist, uh, yeah. um, TikTok sensation. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I think is about and, to and appear Andrea, in a movie. Tell us about what you're going to be doing. What, what, I mean, they've obviously made you sing, which I'm dying to hear. <laughs> oh, great. Do, like we are all doing everything. Like no one is doing one thing. Everyone is doing everything. We are all like. It's it, it's really it's really empowering on a way because using my voice was always a struggle for me. I'm usually just using my body to dance or to perform, and this is the first time that I actually have to use my voice. And I was really terrified, but I'm I'm actually excited for people that know me to actually see this side of me. Oh, she actually can talk, mm-hmm. and she talks loud. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, um, and obviously there's a lot of. And we've discussed some of them important, serious issues, topics that we're all struggling with, topics that are, you know, you know, we wish there was more progress on and there isn't. But I feel like you guys also you really are purveyors of joy in a big way. So tell us about that. I mean, it's a very exhilarating show, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's pretty high energy. And the work that we make is um, we don't let you sit anywhere for very long. So, you know, in a way we work sort of episodically. So one minute you like is a hard out dance and then, you you know, you have a bit of spoken word. But it, it it's it's about building and, and making you feel something throughout. And I think that we've really like, you know, this new show has captured that same essence that is within our show. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's, there's you know, some beautiful moments of us owning our sexuality and also saying fuck you to everybody. I don't know if I can say that. Might need to edit it. <laughs> yes, you can, you say, can say all that. We love that. a bit of swearing on the women's podcast. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's just, you know... You would, I, I think you'll just definitely feel something in this show. The energy, everyone will be sweating a lot because <laughs> I like, like Andrea said, you know, everyone is doing everything. Mm-hmm. It's like even if it's a semi-solo moment, it's supported by the whole cast. Nobody mm-hmm. leaves the stage. So it's like eight people's huge power and energy throughout the whole hour. Yeah, that's it. And the joy factor is has been pretty massive as part of this process as well uh, because that's what we've found is the one thing that really connects us is that we're continually looking for joy and continually looking for those moments we can um, absolutely be ourselves and express ourselves. So joy is the number one factor. So it's the through line of the show. And there's comedy, isn't there? I mean, there's comic moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's loads of uh, comedy. Like one minute you'll you're gonna be like laughing, and then you probably will cry, and then you'll laugh again, and then yeah. So it's a perfect it's roller coaster of emotions. A roller coaster of emotions, excellent. And what in terms of the venue? Um, when I saw you, it was in a tent. Um, people were everywhere. It was all over the place. It, what's the? Where are you playing this time? Uh, the Project Arts Centre. Um, so, yeah, a black box theatre, all the fancy lights, you know, everyone's going to look amazing. We have an incredible set design. Um, so, yeah, it's like it's going to be a lovely and, and I like it. I like the size of the space. So people will be, you know, up close and personal and, and really feeling the vibe. And what's next for Hot Brown Honey then? Where's Hive City Legacy going next? What are you doing? What are your plans? Oh, look, we, we would love for Hive City Legacy to continue on forever. So, look, if there's anyone out there that wants to produce this show, come along. Yeah. Um, but, we, of course, we will stay in contact with everybody and we'll always be following their careers no matter what happens. Mm. Um, as for our show, the, you know, the, the original OGs, um, <laughs> we head to uh, Vancouver or Turtle Island mm. 
straight after this and, and we've got two stops there with our show. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it's our first, like, kicking off the World Pollination Tour again since, you know, being in hiatus for the last few years. So, yeah, and it's lovely to come off the back of this really huge, you know, all of these inspiring artists to get back on the road. You must have built up such a, a database now of incredible performers, women of colour all over the world. Is it, that, that's, that's a fantastic thing to be able to draw on. Yes, there are so, so many honeys and they're all doing such amazing things. Once again, it's just we're, we're just here to help kick some doors in and, you know, just crash down those walls because the floodgates are just, once they're, they're starting to open and we're just like, come on, let's go. It's a full takeover. <laughs> uh, well, I like it. A disruptor is extraordinaire. Fantastic. It's been lovely to talk to you uh, all, Kim, Lisa and uh, Andrea. And I'm definitely going to be going to see it. And I urge all our listeners to see it too. So the best of luck with Hive City Legacy. Awesome. awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. That's it for now. Thanks so much to Kim Bowers, a.k.a. Busty Beats, to Lisa Fawalafi and to Andrea Williams. Their show is Hive City Legacy. The previews are the 9th and 10th of September. They're also on at 6.15 and the tickets are 14 euro and the actual shows are 11th to the 17th of September. And that's all happening at the Project Art Centre Space Upstairs. And it's an hour long show. And remember, you can look at all the shows that are on in the Dublin Fringe on FringeFest.com. It's really worth checking out because, like I said, there is a lot of things, not to mention that 82 year old vulva called Growler, which I certainly won't be missing. And that's all we have time for. The podcast is produced by me. Roisin Ingle and by Suzanne Brennan with JJ Vernon on sound get in touch with us on social at IT Women's Podcast we're on Twitter and Instagram too or email us thewomenspodcast at irishtimes.com mind yourselves and I'll talk to you next time Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.